Yeah, it is a it is a crazy thing. I think Josh McCoon likened likened it to a Willy Wonka ticket hunt, and then <laughs> on WSB last night they likened it to a Hunger Games uh, a Hunger Games competition. Well, here's the thing: you're not in here this morning, and and if we if we were to bring in Congressman Collins, who says he wants a job, former Congressman Brown, all of these others, any of the other two hundred or so, uh, they only need one vote. That's a very vital vote, but you're not in here asking for other people's votes. You're asking for Governor Brian Kemp's vote on this. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll get to that in a moment. I want to talk about what, what has led you to, to, to jump in here, to throw your hat in the ring, as it were, to go to that website and fill out that very brief and easy-to-complete resume application. And I've known you for a number of years. Lord, I've even lost count of how many years. Now, you were, you were running Paul Brown's campaigns mm-hmm. more than a decade ago. Uh, when he was out there running for Congress, I suppose my first time crossing paths with you. And then you've been on the Public Service Commission since... Nine years. Since in the last nine years, since 2010. And, and we've talked over the years, things have opened up. There have been mm-hmm. congressional seats and other things that you might have considered running. And, and, and you would always say, no, I'm, I'm happy and content on the Georgia Public Service Commission. love the work. And, and understanding that it's a fairly specialized line of work and it's a, I don't know I hope you don't take offense you're kind of a wonkish line of work and mm-hmm. in, in some respects even nerdy that's okay well he's he's found his lane and he likes it and he's going to stay there so either I just completely misread or you have now found something that you think would be even more to your liking than your work on the PSC I don't know that it would be more to my liking I really I really love serving on the PSC I've got a radio show on the station energy matters so I talk energy all the time I am kind of wonky and nerdy in that sense but this whole energy discussion has been taken to a new level on this green new deal to the point where it can almost bankrupt our our country and i'm 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 quite concerned and i feel i have developed a lot of expertise in that but i i think tim that there's uh you know you, you can look at the policy side of all this and then you can look at the the political reality for the republican party that i'm a part of right so that's going to be a really busy election in 2020, in November 2020. We've got David Perdue fighting for his political life. And and frankly, we've got all of these House seats that, that are up, the state House seats, that's going to determine how the maps are drawn. The redistricting. The redistricting that's you know required by the U.S. Constitution. So the, we actually need someone else on that ballot who has, one, crossover appeal. So... My support of solar, my support of EVs. There's a lot of independents and even Democrats, I believe, who will cross over and vote for me, uh, you know, in in a non-primary type of vote. And that's what a jungle primary is. And so I, I think there's a greater chance of us holding that seat with me because of the, uh, of the crossover appeal and the fact that I've been on five statewide ballots already. In fact, according to uh, the Hartwell newspaper, who's the only one that did a story on this, I have received more votes than any Georgian in history in the 2016 election, even more than Donald Trump. So if if winning is important, then I think the governor you know, will look hard at me. If he just wants a fighter who's ready to go day one, I think Doug Collins is the top choice because Collins is up there on TV every day. He's giving Nadler you know, uh, everything, uh, and the president likes Collins. So I think from a technical standpoint in doing the job in Washington, Doug Collins would actually be my first choice. <laughs> but if, if, if there's more, Tim, at stake than just – 
the person that's going to be in Washington because I think this person's going to spend more time in Georgia than in Washington because they will have four, maybe five elections in 24 months, and and I think I'm the guy for that. All right, Tim Eccles, Georgia Public Service Commissioner. Uh, again, a, a very odd circumstance. The governor with the website and people go and apply, people probably sitting and applying uh, in the comfort of their own home. Even as we speak, that list will get a lot longer. Some will be more viable than others, and we mentioned the names that we recognize, yours, as you mentioned, among them, Congressman Doug Collins, uh, former Congressman Paul Brown. You helped him uh, run campaigns back in the day, and now he has applied for this. Well, he called me. He called me when yeah. I was considering doing this the other day. I guess three days ago. I was, I was torn in whether to do this, and I had been asking my supporters. And call, uh, Congressman Brown called me and said, "Hey, I'm putting my name in." I said, "Great, you know, it's wonderful." He said, "You should put yours in too. You should do it." <laughs> Uh, he said, but I'm going to beat you. But, you, you, can, you but he encouraged me to yeah. put it in. I, and, and just looking at this as objectively as I can here, I don't see any downside for you or Doug Collins or Paul Brown or Martha Zoller or anybody. I don't see the downside. I, I think for some folks out there who are very qualified, guys like Jeff Duncan or uh, others who, uh, Jody Heiss, who hasn't been elected that long, I think the concern for them is if I put my name in and it's public, it makes it look like, I'm not happy in my current job, mm. especially for a new guy right, like somebody Jeff Duncan. Somebody's newer. Yeah. 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 So I've been in the job nine years. I haven't sought anything else, and I'm not going to run for this seat if I'm not appointed. Well, well there's uh, nothing, though, that binds the governor to this list, these no. 200 applicants so far. He could, he could choose me, and I haven't applied. I mean, he can choose anybody. It, 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 well, he says he he's going to. to pick it off the list. Huh. And I would imagine if he's going to choose you— mm-hmm. That he's going to call you and say, "Tim, make Put sure your you name get on, on the, the list." list. So yeah. I do believe that he is going to pick off the list. Mm. And I, I, you know, I'm not privy. I haven't talked to anyone in his office. I haven't talked to him. I haven't texted him. I've got his. I can text him right now, yeah. but I am not going to text him. I'm not going to ask for this. Uh, so I, I think the governor is very capable of looking at all the situation. Uh, I've even consulted with you know with with our former governor Sonny Perdue. I consulted with him about this, and I said, I think you would be the best person yeah, for this. There's, there's, and there's he a name said, that he said my it. name will not be on that <laughs> list. So he, he was very clear to me because I, I worked for him. I worked for him, too, in 2002, and I had kids working for Brian Kemp in 2002 when he ran uh, his race for Senate. We were out, you know, knocking on doors and, 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 and holding signs. So I, I love campaigning, and I'm prepared to hit the road for campaigns, uh, four of them, over the next 24 months. I give too much credit to politics these days. I mean, at the at the end, it's, it, most what most people care about, Tim, is constituent services. Can this office help me with my Medicare issues, my Social Security issues? Can they get me the flag that I want for my for my granddad? Can they get my kid in the military academy? Can they give me a tour when I take vacation in Washington? Will they give little Johnny an internship working in the office? And can I have somebody I can vent to about, you know, about the federal government or my insurance or some of the other things? So I I do think we give too much credit to politi- politics and politicians these days. Do uh, you have any relationship uh, or describe your relationship with Senator Johnny Isaacs and the outgoing senator? How much you worked with him over the years? Yeah, he, he is really very smart when it comes to issues. He and I have talked about nuclear waste, about plant vogel, about reprocessing spent fuel, uh, about uh, hybrids. You know, he drives a hybrid. 
you know, and parks it at the airport when he flies to Washington. He really knows a lot about a lot of things. He's it, it really going to be extremely difficult to replace him, and he's such a magnet on the ballot for us. It is it is a great loss uh, for us having him on the ballot, and it's crazy the number of elections that his replacement is going to have to endure in 24 months. Yeah, yeah. again, to just go through the process here, the governor's going to name an appointment. He's going to pick you or Doug Collins or somebody, uh, and, and you or Doug Collins or somebody in all likelihood going to run in that special election November of next year. Chances are really good that we get multiple candidates in there. Likelihood of a runoff would presumably be held in January of 2021 and then ramp right back up if you're so inclined to run in 2022 for a full term. I mean, that's our primary in in May of 2022 and then a general and then possibly a runoff. runoff. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be a super expensive race. And yeah, I mean, you've you've got the typical issues and the rhetoric that you hear. uh, And and there's so much involved with, you know, making military policy, talking about human trafficking, all the illegal entry in the U.S., firearm regulation or restriction, all of this stuff. But you, wow, for Georgia, you've got our ag interest, our military bases to protect the, you know, the technology, the fintech and everything coming into Georgia that helps make us the number one state to do Business. Should probably point out, and there will be those who don't know, so I'll let you state the case here. You would identify as a conservative Republican, and those those issues you just rattle off, you would check the conservative Republican boxes on just about all of them. Yeah, I, I'm I'm extremely conservative. Everybody knows that. I have seven children. I'm even evangelical. I homeschooled my kids. Uh, you know, I I've I've had a zillion homeschoolers come in and work for my campaigns in the past, and that. Tim, that that is what would be one of the huge differences in, in, in the race is that every homeschooler in America would come to Georgia in November of 2020 and knock <laughs> doors for me. And you know what? They'd also knock doors for David Perdue and they would also knock doors for our other candidates. That's one of the big I think one of the big benefits of, of having me on the ballot is just my connection to grassroots campaigning. Uh, Where might you, I mean, I would circle right back to the energy issue you've already discussed, where you might align with, again, not the Green New Dealers and the crazy stuff, but you are probably, again, I'm just putting things on a spectrum here, you're probably more green than some Republicans might be comfortable with at this moment. Yeah, solar has been really good for Georgia, but we've done it a different way, Tim. We haven't subsidized it, so I'm not for subsidizing it. I do like the tax credit, the investment tax credit. And oh, what's know, the difference? Just state the difference between a subsidy and a tax credit. Yeah, so a tax credit is what you file, uh, you know, kind of after the fact. You mm-hmm. spend the money, and then you file something and get a credit against the taxes that you owe a subsidy might be a rebate check mm. that you would get. Some kind of, like when you go buy a light bulb uh, at Home Depot, if you buy an LED, you get an instant rebate from the power company. That's a subsidy, really. All right, Tim Eccles on the Georgia Public Service Commission. Again, has tossed his name into the uh, the virtual ring here. There's this website the governor set up uh, seeking applications to fill the Senate seat when Johnny Isaacson leaves at the end of the year. What does a senator do? I've described it, and I know I'm wrong here, but I've described it over the years. There's 100 people in Washington, and they have opinions, and they vote on their opinions. Now, there's actual work that goes beyond just the votes that we see and talk about every day. Well, you got the person, right, and their CNN appearance, their Fox appearance, and the things they stand for, the things they say. And then you have their office and offices, 
right, that are actually out there taking care of constituent issues that people have. You know, hey, I didn't get my Social Security check. Hey, I've, you know, I've got a problem with this or that. And they're calling and they're wanting help. They're wanting somebody to listen. They're wanting accessibility. And the thing that I've tried to do over the last year uh, last nine years, Tim, is really be available to people on every single platform, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, email, texting. You, and I, I just prioritize that above everything, being available to people. And obviously, I'm going to teach my staff to do the same hey, talking thing. Talking about that, by the way, staff, uh, should you be appointed, you're, you're telling me during the break you have no plans to do anything other than leave these offices as they are. Yeah, I think the, I think the urgency on this, uh, as far as I see it, and I, I hope uh, I hope Governor Kemp appoints sooner than later, because one, this person's going to need to stand up a campaign account and begin fundraising immediately, uh, because it's going to be an onslaught of folks trying to take this person uh, down. Uh, so I would leave I would leave the staff exactly as they are, the offices as they are. I, I'm not going to have time to go and reinvent the wheel. I mean, Isaacson has a fine-tuned machine. There's no need to change that. So everybody stays the same uh, if I'm, I'm appointed. And I'm back down here, you know, obviously with a campaign team going around and listening to Georgians to make sure that when 2020 comes that I'm the person that wins in the jungle primary. You've not spoken with the governor. You're not going to text the governor an email. You're going to let the governor do what the governor is going to do anyway, which is make this appointment here. What's your sense of what the governor is looking for? You know, I, I think this governor continues to surprise 